Invest in your lover. Hello, my wonderful friends. This is Joseph Helen. I'm so glad to come back to you on this sixth episode on the series of relationships. We're going to be having seven episodes. So this is the second last one. And I'm telling you to invest in your lover. Why do I say that? This is because, ladies and gentlemen, usually when people get into relationships, they have expectations. And there's nothing wrong whatsoever with having expectations. It's important that you expect certain things from the person that you love. But it's also very important to be realistic about these expectations. So, before you get something from someone you love, you need to have invested that thing in them. Let's take, for example, you need your spouse or your partner to be manifesting sound financial wisdom or prudence when it comes to money matters. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't just expect somebody to know how to handle money before they're taught how to handle money. So, instead of getting angry with them because they are spendthrift, they are not frugal, they're just a spendthrift, they use money the wrong way. Before you start getting annoyed, find out if this person has ever been taught about money. Do they have an experience with money? Have they been taught the right ways to handle finances? And if you find that they haven't been taught, begin the process of teaching them. Get a teacher, take them to school, hire a consultant. Let them be taught before you demand that they be frugal in finances. Let them be taught. Otherwise, you will be abusing them. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, that if you demand for something from somebody, a thing that you have not invested in them, that is what we call abuse. If you demand good behavior from somebody and you haven't taught them how to behave well, that's called abuse. If you demand faithfulness from somebody who doesn't know what faithfulness is and you haven't invested any form of training or teaching in the area of faithfulness, that's called abuse. In fact, that's how emotional abuse starts. So invest in your lover. Begin to train them. Begin to teach them. If you both don't know, then get an expert to teach you so that you're both experiencing an investment from which both of you can withdraw. You see, in relationships, we withdraw from each other. We withdraw comfort and encouragement. We withdraw so much emotional support from each other. But you cannot go withdrawing something you have not invested in. It's like going to the bank and saying, look, I need $200, yet you don't even have a bank account with that particular bank. Or maybe you have a bank account, but your facilities are completely below minimum balance. You see, the bank is not going to give you any money because you have not invested in that particular place. You cannot go to a company and say, look, I need dividends, and you're not a shareholder of that company. You need to have invested in that company for you to be to demand for dividends. The same happens in relationships. If you haven't invested wisdom in your spouse or in your partner or in your child, then you cannot afford to demand for wisdom from them.
So saying, oh, look at you. You always make the wrong decisions in life. Look at you. You're always so rushed. You're always rushing into conclusions. What's wrong with you? Instead of saying that, why not just start the process of teaching this person how to be wise? It might take time, but hey, you're in this relationship together. Invest together. You love each other. Why not just put in the hours, put in the time, put in the training? Why not just work on it until it works? So if somebody has chosen to love you, it means they're willing to work things out. If somebody has chosen to be in your life, they're willing to work things out. So why not just start the process? Now that you know that they're clumsy, teach them how to be careful. You know, teach them about health and safety. Teach them these things that you complain about all the time. And by the way, as a teacher, maybe I talk about teaching a lot because I'm a teacher. As a teacher, I get the greatest fulfillment when I see my student, especially the one who was struggling in a certain area, making it. They might move from 30% to 40%, to 45%, to 50%. Every step, every improvement they make, is to me the greatest achievement ever. And I will talk to them about it. I will say, the 5% you got can turn into 10% to 15%. And in a short while, you find this child or this adult or this student who couldn't get this subject or this matter right becomes better and better and better because of my investment in them. When that investment is demanded for in examination situation or in a job situation, when it's demanded for, it becomes easy for them to be forthcoming. It becomes easy for them to do the job and to do it well because an investment has been made in their lives by a teacher. And this investment has to be consistent. So for your marriage relationship to be good, yes, we talked about communication, how women talk and how men talk and how men are vertical thinkers and women are lateral thinkers and men like to move in one straight line, you know using the shortest distance to get to their goal. And ladies tend to be lateral and web-like. They're more detailed, especially when it comes to motives and all that. All these things are significant to build your relationship. You know, all these things are very important to build your relationship. You talked about how men love to be respected. They love information and food and stuff like that. And how women love to just be loved. You see, we talked about all that in this episode, in, in the last episode, in this series of relationships. But now I'm talking to you about investing into each other, especially if you find that somebody's not a good speaker, they're not a good communicator, teach them communication. There's so much information online right now. If you go to the internet, you'll find so much there on communication, how to talk. And you can teach your spouse, you can teach your partner, or you can hire somebody who can teach them to be a better communicator. If we do these things, then when time comes for us to have a rich, heartfelt communication, we're not going to be frustrated with each other because there's an investment. Their words. A child doesn't have so much of a vocabulary. That's why children tend to be hot-tempered. They get angry easily. They're easily angered because they don't have 
vocabulary, the right words to describe how they feel or the things that they require or demand or need from their parents or from their peers or the people that look after them. So the only thing they know to do is to cry because they don't have an investment of sufficient number of words that can express their need. So they make this irritating sound, you know, high decibel, sometimes high-pitched, you know, crooning high-pitched sound, irritating to the core so that they can communicate that there's something amiss. Maybe they need to be chained. The diapers are full, they need to be chained, or they're feeling hungry, or they're feeling too hot, or they're feeling too cold. Something needs to be done, so they shriek and shrill and they scream. And then, of course, an adult will pay attention. But, you know, as they grow older and older, that crying reduces because words have been invested in this child. There's a teacher teaching them language. There's a teacher teaching them grammar. There's a teacher teaching them literature. There's a teacher teaching them numeracy and literacy. So they're able to add things up. They're able to speak. They're able to express themselves. Now, one might be good in language when it comes to academic matters, but not be so good in communication when it comes to relationships. So here is where now you've got to take things a notch higher by getting your spouse to learn how to communicate to a man and getting, if she's a woman that is it, getting your spouse to learn how to communicate to a woman if he's a man. And these are things you can get from podcasts like this or from the internet. You can just go and type how to communicate to a man and you get so many options get the best and run with the best okay uh, or you can buy books you see success is always hidden in between the covers of a book and those who don't want to open their books will never enjoy success because wisdom is found within the pages of books. Successful people in life read books. They read all the time. They are ever improving themselves. They never say, okay, I'm clever enough. Now I have my degree qualification. Bye-bye books. No. They start to read all over again. Anytime they're subjected to any form of a challenge or any new assignment or a project, they will go and study and read and study and read and study until they get everything they need to know about that particular subject. And we need to do the same with our relationship, not just spouses, but also family members. If you find your child is struggling in a certain area, teach them, invest that in them. Invest in the life of your lover. Invest knowledge, invest communication, invest value, invest. You see, when a man tells a woman, you are beautiful, baby. Honey, you're beautiful. Usually the woman will immediately flash the most beautiful smile. You see, that's an investment. You've just changed her emotions. She's happy because you said you're beautiful. What if you say that consistently and continuously? And what if you not only say that, but you do something about it as well? Maybe you go to the shop and you buy something for her. Makeup kit, for example. You know, what if you take her to a place where she can do her nails and she can get her face worked on and her hair worked on? What if you take her to a place where she can get a nice body massage? You're investing in this woman. 
And when you do, and time comes to demand for the investment, you'll find she's ready, bubbly, excited, happy. She's all smiles, able to, and willing to, and ready to hug you, and to kiss you, and to be so pleased and happy with you. So your relationship becomes this beautiful, wonderful haven of excitement, instead of it being a place where everybody's fallen and sad and troubled and angry and resentful, things that don't work for relationships. You see, most people want the best out of their spouse without any form of investment. And I've told you that before, it's called abuse because they don't have it. You cannot get something from somebody if they don't have that thing. So even if somebody seems to be lazy, there's something they don't have. That's why they're lazy. They need to be taught what industriousness is all about. They need to be taught about hard work, waking up early. It's a practice. And I tell you, it's never too late to learn these things. You can learn these things when you're 60 years old. You wake up early in the morning and get yourself into the right practices. So a lazy person can be taught. We should just go rejecting and abandoning people because they don't measure up to our expectations. That's abuse, you know. It's difficult, actually, to live with a person whose expectations are so high up but will not invest the smallest amount of investment into the life from, of the person from whom they expect so much. You see, be an investor. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. Entrepreneurs are people who look around, they see where there's a problem, and they start meeting that problem, and they charge a certain amount of money for that problem, and people are usually quite happy to pay that amount of money because somebody is meeting their needs, somebody's solving their problems. An entrepreneur will walk into a place and realize that there's no meat around here. People have to travel a long distance to get their meat. So the entrepreneur will probably open a butchery or will get a certain service that provides meat in that particular area, of course, people will pay for those services. That's called an investment. They're investing in an area. And as they do that, they're creating job opportunities for other people. So the economy of that place improves a little bit. That's called an investment. And from such a community, one can now withdraw certain things, certain benefits. And the same thing should happen in a relationship. When you find that there's some disparities, when you find that there's certain things that don't really exist, or there's certain things that are wanting in your spouse or in your partner the right thing to do ladies and gentlemen is begin to be like an entrepreneur in that area start making provision for those services or those things that are wanting start providing them and start training you see if you go to an area and you find the children are not going to school a good entrepreneur will open a school and within this school the students will start learning he is meeting a need and solving a problem he's investing in that community and this is what you ought to do with each other if we handle relationships this way i'm telling you you'll always be smiling because you'll know i'm investing one day i'll get my dividend i'm investing one day i'll get something out what if the person into whose life you've invested everything leaves you it's okay it can be painful but it's okay i taught you in one of the first episodes um, about relationships and and how lovers can hurt each other and what to do to get the pain healed so you can go to our former episodes and you'll find wonderful teachings on how to deal with pain especially when your loved one hurts you but if somebody rejects you Having invested in them may be a fortune, maybe lots of emotion, lots of hours. It's okay. 
every single thing you do, I've told you very many times that I get my wisdom from the Word of God, that your labor of love is never in vain. It's never in vain that you are kind and you're good to this person who has now rejected you. There are people like that on the face of the earth. You can do your very best for them and they still walk out on you, probably insulting you, probably slandering you, probably even angry you. Some might even sue you. They might take you to court, yet you're the one who bent back double for their benefit. They are betrayers like that. Jesus was betrayed by a disciple that he helped. You know, they are betrayers. You see, Jesus said, the one with whom I eat from the same container has lifted his heels against me. Jesus said, I fed this one, but now he's turned against me. He's now betraying me. So there are people in this world who are like that. They should never, ever discourage you whatsoever. They should never discourage you. Continue being good because the Bible says that you can only overcome evil with good. Evil never overcame evil. You have to be good to overcome evil. So, a few people might reject you, might take advantage of you, might con you in the process. But you know something, that which is within you cannot be taken away from you. If you're inherently good, your goodness cannot be taken away from you just because somebody has chosen to be negative and nasty towards you. Your goodness remains and that goodness will benefit the society for ages to come. So continue being good. Never give up. Never be discouraged just because you invested into somebody and maybe you wanted to get married married to them and they abandoned you and left you high and dry and walked away and married someone else or they left you and messed you up and probably left you down and out you can rise again you can shake off the dust you can square your shoulders and rise again and make it in life the thing about life is that Decisions that you make on a daily basis are the decisions that will determine whether you're a success a week later, a month later, a year later, or three years later. If you sit back and you become depressed, that's a decision you've made. Depression is your choice. So you're investing in depression. You're investing in something so negative. What if you choose to look for help so that you can get out of depression? Maybe get some medication, get some counseling, get some prayers, you know. Get somebody who understands how to deal with these matters to pray for you. And when they do, you'll come out of depression. You're investing in your own life. And that's what you also need to do to the person that you love. So if it is your wife, begin the process of investing in those areas of her weaknesses. Teach and train if you're strong in those areas or hire, get help, get somebody who's an expert or somebody that can help you to help build these things in your spouse. And after some time, after some months, after some years, you'll find this spouse of yours exemplary, you know, excellent in an area which was once a weakness to them. And if it is your your husband who has a weakness in that area, maybe he's an alcoholic, he's a drunkard, you see, all these things can be sorted out. They can be fixed. You can get help. People who never give up always make it. So instead of thinking, oh, look at this useless drunkard, get that person some help. There is hope and there's a future for every single person on the face of the earth. Even that drug addict has hope. There is something in them 
that is bright and beautiful that if you focus on, then the drugs will drop off under the beauty and the glory and the greatness of this person will come out and the world will be blessed and helped by such a wonderful person. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, people who go through hardships are those who are destined for greatness. If you always find that something is harassing you all the time, there's a greatness in you. There's a star that shines so brightly in you. That's the reason why there is a conspiracy in the dark world to destroy you. When Moses was born, children were being killed because Moses had a bright star. He was going to deliver the Israelites from Egypt. David's time, he was so troubled by King Saul because he was going to be a king after God's own heart. So if there is something good and something great in you, you will more often than not experience difficulties, vicissitudes of life will come your way. You know, you'll suffer a bit more than other people, but do not give up. If your marriage is troubled, there must be something in you that will help people when it comes to that area of marriage. If you are divorced, there must be something in you that will bless and help those who are divorced. So don't you give up. Come on, don't give in. Don't say, oh, I throw in the towel. I've tried my level best and nothing is working. It's possible for you to make it. But for you couples, what I would advise you to do is invest into each other's lives. If you come home and you're always getting angry, that thing which irritates and annoys you is an area that needs your investment, not your anger. It does not need you losing it and hitting the roof and all those things. You need to invest in that area. Do a little bit of an investigation and find out why is my spouse acting this way? What solution can we get? Be an entrepreneur even at home. Look for solutions to problems. When you solve those problems, you are going to be a success. In fact, more people will come your way. When they see that you are you are making it in a certain particular area, they will ask you questions in those very same areas. And some people have created careers just by dealing with their own marriages. They became very successful marriage counselors with great careers in counseling people and helping people deal with difficulties in life. All right, my wonderful people. It's so great having you with me. Please make sure you subscribe to my podcast and make sure that you favorite it as well. Just go and click onto that star so that every time I upload or post something new, you will be notified and you'll enjoy. And keep playing these messages over and over again. They are full of power, verities, truths that will help you, truths that will catapult you into greatness. They will jumpstart your life and make you an amazing success. It's possible. Being positive works. Being negative also works because being negative will always pull you backward. Being positive works. I prefer to keep going forward and upwards rather than being pulled back. That's why I like to be positive. So please subscribe. And then after that, share this widely with your friends. Help me reach out to those that I'm not able to see. I love you guys so very much. You're wonderful and you're awesome. I have one more episode that I'll be bringing tomorrow in this series of relationships and then I'll move on to a different series. I have a lot of information that I want to share with you but just know that I care for you and I love you and that's why I come to you in these episodes. Okay, have a wonderful time. My name is Joseph Helen. Bye-bye.